Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Do I have everybody's attention now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's tag grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time, I flex my better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega and unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. What's good, everybody? Welcome to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? I'm your host, Don Mega, and I welcome you to the show. As always, we're broadcasting live here from the Red Dragons Radio Studios here in lovely Tucson, Arizona, on this Monday, February the 10th, 2020. Tonight is Season 20, Episode 6, and our show title is Fantabulous. That's right, fantabulous. Uh, of course, that's only got one thing to do, and that's with the Harley Quinn movie, because that's what we're going to be reviewing here today, on top of bringing you the latest and greatest in all of entertainment news, TV, movies, reviews, the whole nine. This is your one-stop shop. It's Am I on the Air. All right, welcome, welcome, everybody. We are back, and we are ready to rock and roll. Last week's episode, we are broadcasting live from the Best Western Studios up in Cottonwood. That's right. I was doing some work out of town and uh, we busted that episode out. But tonight I am back home. I am back in my studio and I am ready to rock it and bring you guys the latest and greatest. So before I get into the review and the plugs, I do. Well, I shouldn't have said before I get to the review and the plugs because I have a plug that I do want to shout out. Uh, Last week. I was uh, asked very nicely to join another special podcast, and uh, I was a special guest on The Basement Lounge. Uh, The Basement Lounge is a pretty cool podcast that basically, uh, it's hosted by Mike Shea, and um, it's just a sit-down, cool, calm, casual conversation talking about whatever comes to kind of mind. And since I'm the movie dude, he brought me on to uh, talk about our most anticipated films of the year. Uh, I got to run down my list, he ran down his list, and we got to talk about some stuff. And then, of course, we were leading up to the Oscars, which was last night on television. Uh, But we kind of gave our predictions and kind of talked about the things we're looking forward to uh, at the Oscars. So, uh, and our personal picks. So, it was a lot of fun. I had a great time getting down uh, with Mike over there at the Basement Lounge. So, if you want to check out that episode... Uh, give it a give it a listen, man. It's available on Anchor and it's available on Spotify and Stitcher and uh, where most podcasts are. So just search the basement uh, the basement lounge and it's on Twitter at 
TBL underscore pod. Okay. So thanks a lot again to Mike. If he's listening, thanks for having me on. I always appreciate being invited on to be a guest uh, on these shows and get to lend a little voice of the voiceless. (laughs) So uh, there's my shout out of the week. And um, so let's get right into it. Let's talk our movie review of the week. Of course, non-spoiler. And our review is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. That's right. The latest film in the DC Universe. Um, This, of course, takes place in Gotham. It picks up after the events of Suicide Squad, uh, where basically Harley Quinn has been dumped. That's right. The Joker, Mr. J, has broken up with her. And um, it's her emancipation, man. This is her coming out party. This is her chance to make a name for herself other than just being Joker's girlfriend. Uh, And along the way, she meets up with some other characters like Black Canary and Huntress. um, And then a a local cop that kind of they find up finding themselves on the same side. And, um, you know, played by Rosie Perez. She was actually really, really good in this. Haven't seen Rosie Perez in a long time. Um, and then, of course, they're up against Black Mask, played awesomely by Ewan McGregor, uh, who is just top-notch in this movie, man. He's so just over-the-top ridiculous, but it comes off as just this spoiled, um, just mobster kind of guy that I love that doesn't get his way and just wants to kill people. Uh, the movie's rated R, it's violent, um, it's got cussing, and... I really, really dug it. This movie is a fun thrill ride. You could tell they made it for the fans. Um, you know, it was a weird one, man. Like, I'm a big DC fan. And I'm and I'm like, why are they doing all these kind of spin-off kind of movies? You know, DC should really be focusing on their main films. Like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Flash, you know. The Aquaman. They, they, those, that should be the forefront. And then all these side characters should kind of be whatever. I always thought the safer bet would have done, would have been to do a Joker and Harley Quinn kind of movie together, like a Bonnie and Clyde kind of movie. I liked what they built together in Suicide Squad. Um, And I know we said a couple weeks ago, I, I told you that Jared Leto does not make an appearance in this movie. I was hoping that that was going to be a lie just to swerve us, but unfortunately I will tell you he is not in the movie other than the back of his head in one scene from Suicide Squad. Um, But, you know, this, this... It doesn't have a bigger connection to the bigger world, which kind of bummed me out, right? This is takes place in Gotham City, and it does not feel like Gotham City whatsoever. Um, where the hell is Batman this entire movie? We see a lot at GCPD... And where the hell's Commissioner Gordon, right? We have a Commissioner Gordon. He was just in Justice League. So what the hell GCPD precinct is this <laughs> that there's no Commissioner Gordon? Um, so there was just some bigger ends that kind of left me scratching my head a little bit. But overall, if you shut that all down, the action in this movie is top notch. They even reached out to um, the John Wick director to help coordinate some of this stuff. And they did a phenomenal job. I thought the action was phenomenal. And um, like I said, it's really funny. Margot Robbie is amazing as Harley Quinn. I loved her in Suicide Squad. And she just continues to bring it for this character in this movie. And it makes me very excited for James Gunn's Suicide Squad sequel that's coming out next year. Because she will be in that as well. So we get to see Harley again, which I'm very excited about. Um, 
Yeah, so I mean, a lot of Easter eggs, a lot of little, you know, DC drops, um, but overall, just, you know, a really fun ride, man. I really, really enjoyed it. I'm glad to see it doing so well critically, um, but it is unfortunate because box office-wise, this movie is not doing very hot. Uh, Estimates had this film coming in at around $55 million after opening weekend, and it only made about 33, so very, very far off from Estimates. Um, so it's unfortunate. Um, the, the movie studio pulled a panic move earlier today and actually kind of renamed the film. Uh, the movie is now being listed as Harley Quinn colon birds of prey. So, um, I saw this interesting article talking about how the studio felt maybe people didn't know what birds of prey was. So they didn't buy a ticket this weekend. Um, or, you know, they didn't know it was a Harley Quinn movie, so they needed her name up front and center. So they did this panic move and changed it and I couldn't believe my eyes. So, you know what? I jumped on my app and I went and looked at some of the movie theaters on Fandango and AMC and sure enough, it now reads Harley Quinn colon birds of prey. So they have made this crazy panic move and, um, We'll see if it even makes a dent in the box office, but very interesting to say the least. Uh, Overall, I really, really enjoyed this film. It's a great addition to the DC library. Uh, I think they're on a very nice roll lately. And, um, you know, if you were on the fence for whatever reason, I say go check it out. Uh, It's a fun film. It really is. Got great action, great characters, and I think you'll have a good time. For me, I gave this movie four out of five stars. Uh, I really, really dug it, so... And it does bum me out that the money was so low because I wouldn't mind seeing a sequel to this and seeing where the bigger world brings us. Um, But yes, four out of five for me on Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Or, as of today, Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey. Okay, there's your movie review of the week. Um, I do want to shout out another new show that I'm checking out. This one is on Apple TV+. Plus. This is a new show called Mythic Quest, Raven's Banquet. And um, this is a new comedy show um, starring Rob McElroy from um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And most of the episodes seem to be written from Charlie Day. So it's that group from Always Sunny. So it has a lot of that same kind of humor. It takes place around a video game company that has created one of these mobile PC games called Mythic Quest. That's one of the most selling, biggest selling ever, just amazing game, right? And now they need to release the sequel, and the sequel game is Raven's Banquet. So this whole season is basically them developing this sequel series to come out and hoping it'll be as big as the original. I'm about three episodes into the season so far. I believe it's nine or ten episodes long, All the episodes are available to stream, which is really interesting because Apple TV Plus usually does the weekly drop, Um, but all the episodes are up for this one, so you can binge right through. They're only a half hour long, and uh, so far, I'm really, really digging it, so check out Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet. Okay, and with that stuff out the way, let's switch our gears and let's start talking news. I'm going to go right into um, Oscars because, of course... Last night was the Oscars, the 2020 Oscars, um, which was the lowest rated Oscars 
of all time. That is crazy, man. Three million viewers less than last year, and last year was the lowest of all time. So this one's another three million less. Continuing the slump of not having a host. Um, but hey, I won't read through all of the winners, but I do want to touch on the main ones. So uh, original song went to Elton John's uh, I'm Gonna Love Me Again from Rocket Man. Um, original score went to Joker. So congratulations there. That's awesome. Um, sound mixing went to 1917. Let's see here. I want to jump around here a little bit. Like I said, I don't want to get into all the craziness of everything. Best animated film went to Toy Story 4, which was my pick. So I was glad to see that get that. Um, jump around, jump around, jump around, jump around. Uh, come on, come on, what the fuck? Um, international feature, of course, went to Parasite. There was a no shocker there. That was a <laughs> that was a no brainer. Uh, visual effects went to 1917. I was bummed on that one. I thought it should have went to Avengers Endgame. Uh, best cinematography went to Richard Deakins for 1917. Adapted screenplay went to Taika Waititi for Jojo Rabbit. Um, original screenplay went to Parasite for Bong Joon Ho. Um, best actor in a supporting role went to Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I was very excited about. I was pulling for Brad Pitt. I loved him in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and glad he got that. Actress in a supporting role went to Laura Dern for Marriage Story. Uh, best actor, of course, went to Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. So I was so stoked about this. You know, going back. To October when this movie came out And I remember walking out of the theater going Give this man his Oscar already And here we are, he got it, and I love it So congratulations Joaquin Phoenix Getting that for Joker Best Actress went to Renee Zellweger For Judy No shocker there um, I even said that on the Basement Lounge last week That I guaranteed she was pretty much good, Gonna win, and she sure as hell did Director went to Bong Joon-ho For Parasite and um, the winner for best motion picture of 2020 went to Parasite. So, man, big upset there, I think. Um, Parasite getting, the, it was the first time ever an international film won best picture. So, I think it should have went to Joker. That's just my opinion. But um, congratulations there to Parasite. Okay, so there's your quick Oscar rundown. Of course, we have... Links on our social media for the full winner list if you want to get into sound mixing and all that other kind of stuff. Um, not to disrespect any of those categories, I just don't have time to go through everything. Okay, switching gears, let's get into the news of the last week. Uh, we got our first trailer for Minions, The Rise of Gru, which I'm very, very excited about. It comes out in theaters this summer. It's another prequel movie to Despicable Me, um, but it looks really, really good. My daughter's stoked, and I'm actually stoked to take her to this one. Minions are great. So check out that trailer. Another trailer we got, which was an interesting one because I reported here probably seven, eight months ago. That Chris Rock was going to be rebooting or doing like a um, retelling or some sort of the Saw movies. That he was going to go into that world and kind of bring it back. Which was interesting. It was like, Chris Rock is doing a Saw movie? Okay, okay. So, a couple days ago, a trailer is released for a movie called Spiral. I'm like, huh. 
And yes, this is the Saw movie we were talking about. Spiral from the Book of Saw is the official title. Um, from the Book of Saw leads me to believe this is a spinoff. This is something that takes place in the same universe as the Saw movies, but this is a different kind of serial killer. This is a different uh, take on it, maybe a copycat kind of person, who knows. Um, but it's not Jigsaw. I mean, as far as I can tell from the trailer. Uh, but it's very, very interesting, man. The movie comes out on May 15th. First trailer looks great. Chris Rock, Samuel Jackson. Uh, it looks like an intense thriller. And so, yeah, so check it out if you haven't seen it. Or you, if you weren't sure what Spiral was, hopefully now you do. Spiral from the Book of Saw. Check out that trailer. Rachel McAdams will not be returning for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So this is a bummer. I thought Rachel McAdams was great in the first Doctor Strange movie. I expected her to return. Um, but yeah, it looks like she will not be. No further details there. Now sticking with Doctor Strange 2. We know that the original director Scott Derrickson dropped out about a month ago. And now it looks like our new director stepping in will be none other than Sam Raimi. That's right, Sam Raimi is in final new, final discussions to sign on and direct Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, I love this. You know, of course, Sam Raimi did the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trilogy. He, of course, did the Evil Dead trilogy. This dude is a badass director. He's got a great mind. And for a movie like this called The Multiverse of Madness, I think this is a perfect fit. It's going to be great to get Sam Raimi into the Marvel world um, officially with the Kevin Feige style. And I am on board for this, so I think that's great. The Dark Corners of the Night, Meg Gardner's Unsub series is in the works over at Amazon. So congratulations there. Vin Diesel is hinting that Fast and Furious 10 might actually be split into a two-part finale. That's right. He thinks Fast 10 is going to be a two-part movie. So very interesting there. Uh, That's not really 10 movies then. That's Fast 11 as far as I'm concerned. But um, if they want to call it Part 1 and Part 2 to stretch it out, I guess that's fine. Uh, You know it's going to be epic, especially when they get to space. So that's all I got to say there. And they better go to space. Jordan... Elsass and Alexander Garfin have been cast as Superman and Lois's sons over on the CW show that they're doing. Mike Flanagan's Midnight Mass has added Zach Guilford, Katie Siegel, and Hamish Linklater. High School Musical, the series season two, is set to stage a Beauty and the Beast musical. Showtime has ordered a new Viola Davis-led uh, show called First Ladies. Killing Eve's Damon Thomas is set to helm My Best Friend's Exorcism film adaptation from the novel. In uh, some sad news, um, legendary actor Kirk Douglas passed away uh, at the age of 103, man. Can you believe it? I mean, I would give anything to say I live to 103. This man led an amazing life, an iconic actor, and an, um, just thank you for everything that you've done in this movie industry. We have your trailer for Enter the Fat Dragon. That's right, a new Donnie Yen comedy film. Uh, Check that out. We have your first picture, your first look picture of Henry Golding in the Snake Eyes movie that they're currently filming. It's funny because uh, if you've listened to any of our Am I Still on the Airs, you know that 
you know, my boys Friggins and Peeps that are always on there. If you remember listening to old episodes, you know, my boy Geeky Pat. Um, we have a chat on our, uh, we're in a chat room on our phones that we can converse back and forth every day about different things that are happening. And this picture came out and my boy Friggins like lost his mind. It was like, how amazing is this picture? And me and peeps were kind of scratching our heads being like, what the fuck? It's a black and white picture of a dude walking up some steps. Like this is nothing to get excited about, but Friggins was all about it. And it made him want to put this movie in his top 10 anticipated list just based off this black and white picture. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, Cause literally that's all it is. It's a dude walking up some steps. You see him from behind. You would have no idea. This is from snake eyes. Um, so yes, it did not get me excited, but I mean, maybe you're like Friggins and you'll lose your shit over a simple picture like this. So check it out. If you're interested, <laughs> the CW's Walker, Texas Ranger reboot has added the one hundreds Liz Morgan, um, to, uh, partner up with Jared Padalecki, Padalecki in, uh, the new show. We told you on the last episode that Ray Donovan had been canceled. Ray Donovan was canceled after seven seasons. Um, the showrunner says that the cast and himself were blindsided by the cancellation and that the end of the last season was by no means a series finale. So I hate when shows get blindsided like this, especially when you've been on the air for seven years. Don't you deserve a little bit more respect than just a phone call one morning saying that your show's over? I mean, why not give a show like Ray Donovan an eighth season, an eighth and final season, maybe do like six episodes? You know, you don't even have to do a full season. Just let it wrap up. I don't understand why they do this shit sometimes. So it pisses me off because I'm a big fan of this show and I hate seeing people blindsided by shit like this. Uh, It's unfair for sure. So uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll get lucky and Showtime will do something, but it doesn't look that way. Um, But yeah, I just hated hearing this news. Doom Patrol has cast the Chief's powerful and mysterious daughter, Dorothy, for season two. Um, I don't know who this girl is, but hey, we have some new casting. Which kills me is, shouldn't this season already be done filming? Like, it's crazy to read that they're just now casting stuff. I mean, Doom Patrol season two should be out already at this point. Um, So, very, very odd. Zach Guilford and Michael Trucco are among 16 people that have been cast in a seven-episode Netflix thriller called Midnight Mass, which is coming from Mike Flanagan. So check out that full listing to see all the names involved. Warner Max. That's right. HBO Max. HBO Max, the new streaming service, they've actually announced that they're doing something together. A joint venture between Warner Brothers Pictures and HBO Max called Warner Max is set to target to make 8 to 10 smaller budgeted movies every year. I'm guessing for the HBO Max streaming service. Uh, But I like it. I like it. I dig it and I like it. Um, Ice Cube is going to be... Adding to, oh God, I'm getting tongue t- twisted like a motherfucker. Uh, Ice Cube is lacing up his gloves for a new Universal Pictures dramatic adaptation of the 2015 boxing documentary called T-Rex. That's right. Um, this, the movie is going to be called Flint Strong and it will star Ice Cube. So I like the sound of that. 
Jerry Springer's Judge Jerry show will continue presiding over daytime TV in 2020 through 2021. Tyler Perry's, the fifth season of Tyler Perry's If Loving You Is Wrong over at the OWN Network will be its last. That's right, this show is now being canceled over there. Speaking of Ice Cube, his son, O'Shea Jackson Jr., is, is, is taking over the lead role in the Apple TV drama Swagger for Winston Duke, who was actually injured during filming. So um, he's going to take over there. So I don't know how I feel about that. I like Winston Duke. I like O'Shea Jr. I don't know if I want to substitute one for the other, but I guess we'll see how this turns out. Uh, let's see here. Legendary's Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot has some new directors. So we're finally moving forward here. Ryan and Andy Tohill have been tapped to helm the upcoming Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The Thicket adds Numi Rapace and Charlie Plummer, along with Sophia Lillis, to the cast. Maggie Gyllenhaal is set to play Elvis's mother in the Baz Luhrmann biopic film. Jennifer Tilly confirms that she will be involved in the sci-fi Chucky series that they're putting together. Vanessa Kirby is returning for Mission Impossible uh, for the next two Mission Impossible movies, actually. So, I love it. She is going to be reprising her role from the as the White Widow from the last movie. I love Vanessa Kirby. I love, love, love her. I fell in love with her in Mission Impossible and then continued to fall in love with her in Hobbs and Shaw. And I'm glad that she's back for the next two Mission Impossible films. Tom Hardy is set to star as explorer Ernest Shackleton in a new biopic. The Knives Out sequel officially gets its green light, so that's awesome. We are definitely getting that, so I love it. There was pretty much no doubt in my mind there. Um, The Friends reunion is a go over on HBO Max, so I'm very, very excited about that. I do want to set the record, though. I see a lot of people on like Facebook and different social media running this news as... Oh, the show is coming back. They're doing a reunion. They're going to do another season like Will and Grace coming back and stuff like that. Uh, No, that's not what this is. This is a reunion special, which is like what an old school reunion used to be is just like, you know, they're going to use the set from like Central Perk, right? And they're all going to be sitting on the couches and chairs and somebody's going to moderate it and talk to them about what the show means to them and what was their favorite scenes and seasons and blah, 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 blah. It's going to be like an hour special. They'll talk to the cast. Everybody's on board for it um, about the show. That's it. That's the kind of reunion it is. I just want to set expectations because I see people losing their minds going, friends coming back. No, it's not. No, it's not. Okay, calm down. Pump your brakes. That's what it is. Uh, Going back real quick to Sam Raimi taking over for Doctor Strange. I wanted to read this tweet from Scott Derrickson, who was the previous director. He directed part one. He tweeted out, I've worked with Sam Raimi, one of the nicest people I've known in the film business. And as a director, a true living legend. What a great choice to take over Doctor Strange. So I love it. It's a sealed sign of approval right here from Scott Derrickson saying, go ahead, take it over. Sam Raimi is awesome. And I love it. Barry Keoghan exits FX's Why the Last Man series. This show is having so much trouble. This thing's haunted. It is cursed. No, I, They cannot seem to get this show off and running. So this does not shock me whatsoever that he has left the show. 
Benjamin Bratt is joining Ava DuVernay's new HBO Max pilot called DMZ. We've talked about that one before. Great addition. Bruno Mars is set to star in Disney's new music-themed movie that they're putting together. The Witcher Season 2 has added Doolittle's Carmel Laniado. So she was really good in Doolittle, one of the highlights of that boring film. Jennifer Esposito is joining the cast of the new Shonda Rhimes Inventing Anna series. Netflix has enlisted Lior Raz and Sana Lathan for a new thriller called Hit and Run. We got an article up with Ryan Johnson teasing the new setting and mystery for the Knives Out sequel, so I won't read that, don't want to spoil it for anybody. Loki showrunner is set to write the Doctor Strange movie, so we got a new writer coming in to polish it up now that Sam Raimi's coming on board. We have the trailer for Final Kill, which is a new action movie starring Billy Zane and Danny Trejo. Um, we have the final trailer for The Invisible Man. This movie looks better and better to me every time I see something for it. Looking very forward to The Invisible Man. This new trailer was great. We also have the trailer for Most Dangerous Game, starring Liam Hemsworth and Christoph Waltz. Carrie Coon says that Ghostbusters Afterlife is a true love letter to the franchise. I love hearing that. Um, Crisis on Infinite Earths is set to hit Blu-ray as part of the Arrow box set. So that's awesome there. Um, You can actually stream the last season of Arrow right now on Netflix. You cannot see the full Crisis, though, on Netflix. It only has the last episode of Crisis on his season because that was the only episode that was technically an Arrow episode. So it's kind of interesting that that's the way it flows together. We have the first teaser trailer for Jesus Rolls, which is the Big Lebowski spinoff movie. Um, So check that out. Natalie Zia is set to recur on 911 Lone Star as Rob Lowe's new love interest. I love the sound of this. Natalie Zia is beautiful and she is funny as hell. She was awesome on the detour and I'm glad to see her um, added here for 911 Lone Star. Supergirl's Christopher Wood lands a lead role on ABC's 30-something sequel that they're putting together. So congratulations to him. A new streaming service is set to bundle CBS All Access with Paramount Films, MTV, BET, and more. And you can even add Showtime for a premium upgrade. So there you go. Uh, There's been some miscommunication that you might have to have CBS All Access and then add this channel separately. It sounds like they're going to be combining them into a bundle And then that's the way you can kind of move forward. And if you want the premium bundle, you can add Showtime into it as well for a discount. So that'll be interesting. I actually have had CBS All Access for like the last year, but I just upped it to the no commercials plan. And I love this app, man. I'm watching all my CBS stuff through All Access, including Picard, which is still really, really good. So yeah, check it out. Work Wife. That's right, it's a new sitcom that's based on Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest's live partnership. That's right, it just scored a pilot order over at ABC. So, based kind of loosely on their lives, it's called Work Wife, and that is coming to ABC. Um, Chaos Walking, oh man, this is a movie that stars Spider-Man, Tom Holland, and of course, Ray, (laughs) um, um, Daisy Ridley. They filmed this movie, I think, over a year ago, maybe even two years ago at this point. But from all I've heard, this movie sucks. 
Like I've heard it is so bad. The studio doesn't even want to put it out. Um, it's been sitting on a shelf. They don't know what to do with it. Well, it's all of a sudden been given a 2021 release date. That's right. It's been dated. And uh, yeah, it, the movie was supposed to hit theaters a year ago and then got pushed back. And now it's going to come out in another year. So who knows what the hell is going on with this film. Every time I see a picture for this movie, it's the same damn picture of these two like standing on a mountain. Um, I don't know what the hell is going on. But hey, this is it. 2021 release date, baby. <laughs> we'll see if it actually hits theaters at all. We have your full winners list for the Spirit Awards 2020, so you can check that out. We, of course, have the Razzie nominations. Um, I believe the, the ceremony might have went down for the Razzies, but I have not even seen the list of the winners, so I won't get into that. Um, there's another big return in the Fast 9 trailer. Uh, so we put up an article about this because I felt like I was the only one that caught it. Um, I forget his name now, what his character's name is, but, um, the main dude from Tokyo Drift from Fast and Furious 3, um, we got a little piece of him in Fast 7, um, and then nothing again, but he pops up real quick in the trailer for Fast 9, and hopefully he'll get maybe, maybe they'll ease him into a bigger role here as we go down the road, but glad to see him, uh, Lucas, Lucas something, I believe, I don't know. Uh, like I said, I'm spacing his name, but the main dude from Tokyo Drift, you know what I'm talking about. The white dude that got sent to Japan. Uh, so, the one that learned how to drift from Han. Uh, but yes, he pops up like very quickly in the trailer, and, and you might not even notice him. So, it was cool to see him. So, we got this article up that said, like, did anyone else catch the other big character return in the Fast and Furious 9 trailer? Because everybody's talking about Han, but what about him, man? So, check it out. Uh, let's see here, what else we got? Oh man. Um, we talked about the box office for Birds of Prey. It is the lowest opener in the DC universe um, outside of Shazam. Um, Shazam made 53 million, and like I said, Birds of Prey only made 33.3. Um, and it didn't do too good overseas either, so it only made 81 million um, worldwide. And $48 million from its overseas box office. Three power spinoffs are foc- coming focused on Tommy, Kanan, and Tate getting a series order over on Stars. Do we really need three spinoff shows? Do we? I'm going to throw this question out to J.V. Lewis, um, who's been a longtime listener to this show. I respect J.V. Lewis's opinion. He loves power. This is a show that I've been wanting to get into and I just haven't had the time. Tell me, JV. Tell me, man. Does Do we need three power spinoffs and do we need it on these three characters? Can these three characters survive their own series? That's my question posed to him and hopefully he answers me on this. I'm very, very curious. Um, the Connors is going to be getting a live episode and they said that they're going to work in the primary updates because politics hit the working class the hardest. That's right. So we'll, we'll see how that goes out. It'll be on February 11th. Um, so actually tomorrow <laughs> will be the live episode of the Connors. Okay. Let's see what else we got here. So like I said, the Oscars were last night and, uh, of course, as always, they do the in memoriam section 
And uh, surprisingly, they left out Luke Perry, um, which I was very, very shocked to see. I mean, he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which got so much love from the Academy. And you're not even going to put Luke Perry up there? Come on, guys. Uh, Horror legend Sid Haig, uh, he was not on there as well. As also Cameron Boyce, uh, who died tragically back in July at the early, early age of 20. He'd been in a bunch of movies and TV shows. So uh, some interesting um, misses there for the In Memoriam section. It's always sad to see the people that get left out. Josh Peck is set to star in Disney Plus's Turner and Hooch series reboot. That's right. So Turner and Hooch coming with Josh Peck. I like Josh Peck, man. He's a cool kid. I think that'll be interesting. Sylvester Stallone signs on for a new dystopian thriller called Little America. CBS is developing a limited revival of CSI, Crime Scene Investigation. I knew it was only a matter of time before they tried to bring this damn show back. I knew it. Mark Ruffalo is being considered to star in the American version of HBO's Parasite. That's right, remember uh, that movie Parasite that just won the Oscar for Best Film? Well, it's a Korean film, which has subtitles. They're doing some sort of American version on HBO with Adam McKay. And it looks like they're talking with Mark Ruffalo right now to lead it. So that would be really cool. James Gordon and John Mulaney are set to star in the upcoming musical remake of Cinderella. So just a couple castings there. So that's pretty cool. I like both those guys. Uh, We have the new teaser for a show called Survive, which stars Sophie Turner and Corey Hawkins. It's a new Quibi series. Quibi, Quibi. Reese Witherspoon versus Kerry Washington. That's right, in the new Little Fires Everywhere teaser. This is a new show coming to Hulu. The Good Doctor has been renewed for a fourth season over at ABC. We have the first teaser trailer for Genius Aretha. That's right, Cynthia Erivo stars as the Queen of Soul. Sex Education has been greenlit for season three over on Netflix. Paul Giamatti and Damian Lewis going back to battle and billion season five. And we have the first teaser trailer there for that. James Bobbin is in talks to direct Ryan Reynolds remake of Clue. So I like that. Good addition there. We have the trailer for Resistance starring Jesse Eisenberg. Um, Prodigal Son. I do love this show. This is a really cool show. Dermot Maroney is set to recur in some upcoming episodes. Ava DuVernay sources say that she is working on a Nipsey Hussle documentary, which Netflix has just won the rights to. So even though Birds of Prey isn't doing too hot at the box office, Janae Smollett's Black Canary has the potential to continue on and maybe even introduce a key DC character. That's right. Um, She was Black Canary. Black Canary is the only one out of this whole group that has powers. So it was cool when she actually got to use it in the movie. So they could continue on something with her. And she was also great in the film. I just want to say, by the way. Um, But they're saying that she could actually lead to the big screen version of the Green Arrow. If you've been watching Arrow on the CW, you know that the Black Canary and Arrow work together. They've, They've always been kind of associated. So it's interesting to see that they're thinking bigger picture here. DC Universe, she's in it, she could lead, maybe moves away, goes to Starling City, uh, Star City, and and maybe meets Green Arrow. We'll see how that could play out, but that would be interesting for sure. Um, And that's it. That is my news. That's my news of the week. That's the news of the week. The news of the week. 
All right, so let's switch gears. Let's talk box office and release dates. Uh, out on Blu-ray and DVD tomorrow is nothing. That's right, nothing new drops tomorrow. Very interesting week that nothing new comes out. In theaters this Friday is going to be Fantasy Island, Sonic the Hedgehog, The Photograph, and Downhill. Here's your weekend box office. Coming in number 10, it's Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker with 2.2 mil. Number 9 is Little Women with 2.3. Number 8 is Knives Out with 2.4. Number 7 is Gretel and Hansel with 3.5. Number 6 is The Gentleman with 4.2. Number 5 is Jumanji The Next Level. Look at Jumanji hanging in, man. Jumanji is number 5 and it came out before Star Wars and Star Wars is number 10. I just want to say that. Jumanji The Next Level bringing in another 5.5. Number 4 is Doolittle bringing in 6.7. Number three is 1917 with 9 million. Number two is Bad Boys for Life bringing in another number, uh, number, number, another 12 million. And number one, we've already talked about this, it's Birds of Prey with 33.3 million uh, to come in at number one. So congratulations on its number one spot. It should just be a lot better than what we got. That's it for me, ladies and gentlemen. We got this show done in a nice swift 40 minutes. Which I like ye. So thank you so much. Let's do some shout outs. Our official webpage is amiontheair.com. Make sure you like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash amiontheair. Follow us on Twitter at amiontheair. Follow me on Twitter directly at dxdonmega. You can follow me on Stardust at simply Don Mega, D-O-N-M-E-G-A. Stardust is the way to go, man. Video reviews, 30 seconds, in and out, boom, boom. Should I see it? Should I not? TV, movies, uh, trailers, check me out on Stardust. I'll follow you back. Uh, We're, of course, available on Apple Podcasts. It seems most of you listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, which makes me a little bit mad if I have a bone to pick because I'm not getting enough reviews on Apple Podcasts. So if you're all listening on this forum, take some time, give us a five-star review, and maybe leave a couple words of wisdom about what you think about the show. I would really appreciate it. For those of you that's not on Apple Podcasts, don't you worry. We're streaming on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, Google Play, Google Play, Google Play Podcast, um, and of course anywhere pretty much that podcasts are streamed. Um, we're available on YouTube. We're available on Instagram. Just simply search "Am I on the Air?" and of course. Our great affiliates at RedDragonsRadio.com. That's right. That's RedDragonsRadio.com. Don't forget the S and follow on Twitter at RedDragonsRadio. Okay? That'll do it for me on this Monday, February the 10th. I'm getting tired. I need to go to bed. I got a long week ahead of me. Um, but hey, we'll see what we do this weekend. Now, this, is, this is a funky weekend at the box office. I do want to see Fantasy Island Uh, But it is Valentine's Day on Friday, so I got to watch how I kind of play that one. Um, Sonic also comes out. I'll probably take my daughter to see that this weekend. Um, And um, yeah, so we might get a couple movies out this weekend. We'll have to see how it goes. Uh, But hey, we'll talk about all that on the next episode. So till then, take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all, peace. Bye, everybody.